We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling, and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the conversation today. I'm here with a good friend, Dr. Heidi Horvick. I'm saying your name right, finally. Am I not? I'm not. I've been working at it. But you're getting much closer. Much closer. I'm going to get there eventually. Gosh. How many years has it been? Say it one more time. Say it it for me. Horvick. 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 There's no R in it. There's no R. Horvick. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll get it. I'll get it. Well, I'm here with Heidi, and you know, some of you know, I've been on courses with Heidi and I, or conversations with Heidi and I, and and we always have a lot of fun. Um, you know, she's she's got a love and a passion for research, and that research of chiropractic and her love for this profession around the world, and just helping you know keep it healthy, keep it advancing. We have a passion for chiropractors and their successful businesses because we believe all chiropractors want to be busy. They want to serve lots of people. Their hearts are most of them where they should be. And they're good guys. They're good people. They're good docs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I and you've got a lovely philosophy, and I, I really, I really enjoy. And that's what sold me to begin with, wanting yeah. to work with you guys, was this philosophy that you are in the sidecar, that the doc gets to decide yeah. what direction they're going, how fast they're going, yeah. where they want to go, and you're in the sidecar and helping them get there. And I think yeah. that's just a beautiful thing. And the other thing that I really, really love about sidecar is this whole idea about the patient experience. That because I think in a lot of places it's like, should we use the science or should we use our clinical experience? experience but it's like they all forget but hang on a minute it's actually all about the patient whereas you guys have got the patient front and foremost in your in your model of of patient care and I just that just spoke to my heart I I really like that yes really the last course that we did together was about confidence communication experience we called the CCE course and it's been amazing watching those doctors who really pressed into that watching what it did to their confidence and then, you can see it changing eh? oh, you can literally see and the lights yeah. going on the wording changing during the sessions it was yeah. remarkable it yeah. was it really was so we'll talk about a, lot, a little bit of that as we go along in this discussion today but i wanted to bring heidi back today because right now um there's so much going on still around the world and Patients are still coming to us. Our communities are still asking questions. And I want to say, okay, Heidi, what's what's going on right now with this whole neuroimmune connection? And also, again, for those of you that haven't heard Heidi and I before, I still wanted to also touch a little bit on how the adjustment works. I don't think we can hear that enough coming from somebody like yourself. So start there, yes. Heidi. Well, it's really like, um, at least for our basic class, we sort of go into the it's the Brain Model 101, and, and obviously the name came from one of our first sessions. <laughs> Remember I changed it because we realized, yeah, okay, keep it simple, stupid. That would be me. 
<laughs> so we dive into the, the actual, the known scientific proof of how an adjustment affects the brain. So we think of hands-on spines, right? But our hands-on spines are actually influencing the brain. And that's really important. So getting the basics of that in our basic course, and we're going to kind of dive in a little bit deeper with our advanced course so that we understand just how adjusting the spine impacts the way the brain perceives what's going on in your body and the world around you. Because that takes a bit of getting used to and knowing a few studies just to have that back up, you know, up your sleeve if anybody asks the question. So we're diving deeper into that. But then, then the really amazing part is this connection with the prefrontal cortex. And that's what Nathan's hinting at here about the neuroimmune connection because the nervous system and the immune system communicate significantly with each other. It's a bi-directional communication. Obviously, we go into this in detail, but one of the key parts of the brain that influences the immune system is the prefrontal cortex. And why that's so exciting is that we've shown in multiple studies that that is the part of the brain that we change the communication of when we adjust subluxations in the spine. So when you check the spine for dysfunction and you, you, you apply your high-velocity longitude thrust to that segment, which I would call adjusting a subluxation. I don't care what you call it. But if you do that, then we know it changes the way that your prefrontal cortex processes information. And it's one of those key multi-sensory integrative parts of your brain. So it's part of what who, who makes you you. But why it connects to the immune system so strongly is that it would normally dampen the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal stress axis. And I don't know about you, but I think people are struggling with a little bit of excess stress at the moment. Yeah. The other thing that the prefrontal cortex cortex does is it suppresses the sympathetic nervous system, the fight and flight system, and it directly activates the parasympathetic nervous system. And that's your, uh, you know, your relaxation, your healing, your reproduction, your digestion. So, you know, a lot of people are actually struggling now with reproduction, digestion, relaxation, mental health issues. And there's a very, very strong link with prefrontal cortex function and those different systems. And because of this prefrontal cortex influence on the autonomic nervous system and the hypothalamus pituitary, that neuroendocrine stress system, we know that it can dampen inflammation. And again, I don't know about you, but there's a lot of people around the world right now that are struggling with a lot of inflammation for multiple reasons, and I won't go into why. But um, anyway, uh, <laughs> and one way you can dampen that is by activating your parasympathetic anticholinergic the anti-inflammatory system via, again, prefrontal cortex activating the vagus nerve or and also that prefrontal cortex inhibiting the sympathetic nervous system and that, that hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. Obviously, we're going to go through this much slower and, and, and like you won't have to, you know, pause me and do it on, you know, half speed or something like that <laughs> to, yeah. to pick up on what I'm saying. But we'll talk you through all of this. And we've actually written a, a big review article on the topic, which you can actually just access for free to and download. We've written a big review article on this contemporary model of the vertebral subluxation. Uh, again, free, you can download that. So we've got a lot of information, but it's about putting it into action in practice. And that is harder than it sounds. We know that from experience, eh? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to you know, jump in right there is, and I'm writing the word down right now in front of me, information. Yeah. So the purpose of knowledge is still action. And we realize yeah. that the gap between ignorance and knowledge is far less than the gap between knowledge and action. Yeah. And here's how I know that. If we even look at the people that went through the course with us last time, the CCE course, 
the ones that really pressed into it, yeah. we yeah, see yeah, yeah. their we see it in their key performance indicators. Yeah. So some people say, well, how, why, why should I go through this? Well, number one, you, you got to get confident in what you do. And as you do, so after and I hear like all the stuff Heidi was just going through, I don't remember a lot of that stuff. But just I hear in her and she says it the way she says it. And some of it starts coming back. It gives me the confidence again going, this thing we do call chiropractic is pretty flipping cool. And it gives a lot of help to a lot of people yeah. that changes my physiology and how I talk with people in my office and in my community. And it makes me even more confident when I'm giving a recommendation. It helps me challenge myself to get better at how I communicate it, which then ultimately increases the capacity, which we all, I, I've yet <laughs> come to a chiropractor that tells me, I just don't want to grow or, or the chiropractors, most chiropractors come to us, Heidi and Sycar, they go, I want to live better. Yeah. Well, in order to live better, you're going to have to lead better. And I believe how you lead better is you've got to educate yourself with the right information to master your craft so that you have the confidence and ability to communicate to create the growth that you want in your life. So and that confident to- communication actually is a skill that you can learn. People think that you're either confident or you're not. It's actually not true. There's actually done, there's some science on this too. You know, I'm a bit of a geek and I read all sorts of (laughs) crazy shit, but like this being able to communicate confidently actually is a skill that you can teach. Like this is something that you can practice. And we've put it into practice a couple of times now. And like Nathan was saying already, we know that this program works. Mm -hmm. And so those of you who have already been through the the basic, either do it again first before we go into the advanced or just dive straight into the advanced and we just take it to the next level. Because once you have that confidence and you start using slightly different language and you get through to these people, Mm -hmm. because we actually have a scientifically, a biologically valid scientifically supported mechanism and we have never had that before we've had to rely on convincing people to believe us or try it you don't have to do that anymore like we have scientific facts to back up you know the the incredible potential that that lies there in those adjustments the changes are are phenomenal We, we know that like just a single adjustment affects the nervous system equivalent to three weeks of going to the gym, strength training. You know? I mean, that's, yeah, that's a big yeah. deal. Not that people shouldn't be going to the gym, you right, know, right. <laughs> and just get adjusted. Yeah. It's not like that doesn't work that way, sadly. But, but we have this pronounced phenomenal impact on the central nervous system. And the, I just feel that the, the more confident you are in being able to talk about that brain model, mm-hmm. it starts to connect everything. Like all the changes that you see, why people's, you know, don't need to take any medication anymore or why they don't seem to get sick anymore or why they seem to be able to relax better or feel better or can come off their, you know, mental health medication. And of course, we don't necessarily know about it because they're going back to their doctor saying, I don't need this anymore. But then if they do tell you, you can explain to these people now why we couldn't explain that before. Now we can. And I think even gastrointestinal, I can't even say the word now, um, digestion problems, uh, you know, um, a whole range of memory, attention. Uh, People can get smarter. You know, we can be potentially affecting their people's uh, executive functions, it's your intelligence, really. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting, if you're seeing changes like that in practice, before we would have gone, oh, yes, it's the power of the adjustment uh, 
You know, but now we can actually explain the physiology of how that happens. And I think that's quite profound. I, I, I can't I, I agree can't. enough. So here's, here's what I'm going to ask you, state of the world right now, because we're dealing with different mindsets right now. I would yes. contend yes. more open in a lot of cases to, to yeah. having these conversations. But before I get there, I want, I want you to, I want everybody to understand is that one of the big things that we're looking right now at Sidecar with a number of you, and this will be resonating with a number of you, we're having you do active retention scores mm-hmm. where you go back and you take a month of new patients and you track them for 12 weeks. When we do that with doctors, how what we've learned is that, you know, uh, Numbers don't lie, but doctors still have a tendency to. Well, it's that wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and I always tell people, I, you know what? I used to hate doing my active retention number and still I don't always love doing it because it really is a measurement. How am I really communicating to the patients? <laughs> Are they buying what am I selling? How am I, am I being authentic? <laughs> because you've got to improve your confidence. You've got to improve the way you communicate your craft, which will create the capacity. Do you so, follow them for three months? Yeah. 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 So, so again, I, yeah. a lot of times a doctor will say, um, I recommend it three times a week for three weeks. And they showed up once. And, you know, and there's actually, all- there's some data to actually back that up now, Nathan. There's, there's, there's actual evidence that shows if you see them three times a week with yeah, certain yeah. health issues, they yeah. are better off a year down the track. But, you know, are you telling the patient that? Yeah. Or are you just saying, oh, this is just what works best? But you, you know what I mean? And there's some people need more information. Some people are like me and they need yeah. they need better. And, and some of the, now so, with all this misinformation agreed. bullshit agreed. out there, right? you know, they need to know that there are some facts that back up what you say. Agreed. We've got that now. Well, we've got quite a lot more than we, we have yes. ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and so when we look at the data, and again, what I've said never get your feelings hurt. The data is the data, but we look at it. You should have somewhere between 10 to 15% of one-time charlies. We all have them. Somebody does, doesn't come back. They weren't happy or they got their needs met somehow in one visit. You know, then we look at how many people are still hanging around after 12 weeks, and we like to see that somewhere between 30 to 35%. Mm. But we're doing some numbers with doctors and they're looking to how they can grow their business. And many of them don't have a new patient problem. They got oodles of new patients. They got more than enough. They have a communication problem. They have a confidence problem because it shows up in their active retention number. Yeah. So, so in right. So again, what I, because well, you would be absolutely number- stupid, really, if you, if you knew what I knew, <laughs> you, you would be regularly getting adjusted. Forever, we literally get a chiropractor to come to our house because I'm so busy. <laughs> but this beautiful woman—you can't woman, leave right now either, can you? I well, mean, you I can't, can't actually leave. I don't think she can come to my house right now. But anyway, we won't go there. But she literally comes <laughs> twice a week so that I can get adjusted. I can adjust my family, right? But I need to get adjusted, and I'm so freaking busy. That I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna go out. But she she lives on one side and works on the other side, so she has to drive by my house. <laughs> the beautiful woman comes and adjusts me. I also do all these other things. You know, I exercise. And I take my supplements and I try to do yoga. And you know, I mean, you know, I know it's not, but that that basic foundation of enabling my brain to know what as accurately is going on inside my body and the world around me, so that my brain can adapt and respond in the most possible advantageous way, to me is the cornerstone of everything. So I mean, why? 
Well, you wouldn't do that if you yeah. knew the science. I, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Okay. So I agree. So let's 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 transition here as we we close out this conversation. I want us to talk about the state of the world right now. With everything that's taking place and continues to take place, we're talking vaccines, we're talking boosters, we're talking sickness, we're talking that's and I don't even want to make it just about COVID. We're talking stress, we're talking stress, yeah. and we're talking inflammation. Yeah. And those two are the biggest killers mm-hmm. known to man today. And if you can actually again, we don't have the clinical evidence yet, Nathan that you know clinically we are reducing the inflammation clinically you might be seeing it in your office and if you are seeing it we have the explanation for why that is happening but that is why it's so important that these people get adjusted Mm -hmm. because if we are activating their prefrontal cortexes it will be lowering inflammation it will be lowering stress levels and it will be boosting mental health relaxation resilience uh, gastrointestinal problems, memory retention, being able to focus, pay attention, do your job. I mean, all this, it counterbalances what stress does. And right now, stress is high. I mean, it's terrible. They've never really needed chiropractors more than right now. We I, literally I tried agree. to do a study. We're literally trying to do a randomized controlled trial right now, a 12-week study, which actually we should almost try and fundraise for as well, where we are going to be measuring which of these key vital functions of the prefrontal cortex changes over 12 weeks of chiropractic care. Because once you have the clinical data like that, then we can say, yes, we're lowering inflammation. Yes, we're improving immune function. Yes, they're sleeping better. Yes, they're relaxing more. Yes, their mental health improved. And so literally right now we're fundraising for that as well. So if you get some interested people, send them my way. Absolutely. Um, So you just, I want to pull apart a few things you just said. Um, You know, the stress level and the amount of mental health concerns we're talking about with people right now, it's real. It's a big deal. This isolation has absolutely just wrecked people. Mm. Um, you know, we talk to patients now that are coming in and they just need a place to go. Yeah. But, you know, their mental capacity right now is just not good. And so I love as you talk about the mechanism of chiropractic and what it really does to brain function and what the let's not forget is. the individual, right? That's what you hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. There these are people. real people. These are people. Real people. And, I always get the goosebumps, Nathan. I'm sorry, I'm butting in all the time on no, everything you're, you're saying, but we, we do it to each know, other. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, you know, my bioengineer Imran is from Pakistan and we've done several studies out there and we did a study recently in stroke survivors and he came back and it's still, I've got goosebumps right now just thinking about it. And he was almost, cause we were going to present the study and he came up to me and he goes, Heidi, I need to tell you a story because if I can't speak, I need you to tell it for me because he was getting so emotional. He, he met one guy there, a stroke survivor, part of this study from his own little village from where he grew up in Pakistan. So they spoke their own language. And at the beginning of the study, he was literally just part of the study for chiropractic effect on stroke survivors' ability to activate their muscles. The guy asked him literally to just kill me. Like, I just can't live anymore. I can't cope. And by the end of the study, he wasn't moving hell of a lot better, but he was smiling and joking. And Imran came back to me and he goes, Heidi, I don't care about the politics of chiropractic. If you guys can do this, to real human beings that I'm in. 
I was like goosebumps. Oh and he was gosh. literally, I don't think I can tell this story on stage without crying. I've never seen him run cry. I've never even seen him crack up. But so to me, it, it did exactly that. It brought back that. That, you know, I, I can get too much of a scientist and I can just look at the data and the brain and the and forget these are real human beings. Another guy hadn't washed and hadn't showered because he lost his job as a waiter because he couldn't move his arm because he'd had a stroke. And by the end of the study, again, it was a 12-week study, he was back at work looking good, dressed properly. He was no longer sort of on the streets. I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, we, okay, yeah, you might, you might change a little bit of strength and you might do this and that and the other thing, but you can change lives. And it's that human impact that we have that, you know, it's easy to forget sometimes. And I, I suppose even chiropractors on a regular basis might underestimate that. Well, you gave me goosebumps right now. Oh. That's it right there that we forget. And sometimes, you know, like we talk in our, in our book, The E-Myth, you know, we get stuck doing it, doing it, doing it. And we're forgetting the human element of this thing. Mm. These are real people. And yeah. we want to impact as many people like that as we can. We don't always know what their whole story is, but if yeah. we can take these real people and their stories and their stories that are not real good right now. And now we come along with this thing called chiropractic backed by the science and we connect it with that person. Look at what can happen. Yeah. Don't underestimate the power of what you do by just being you too. And just being that human being and giving a shit about them as another human being, let alone the adjustment, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. and, and like, I mean, people, you know, always ask us too, well, is it just a placebo effect? Are we just nice to people? And I said, no, because we've done that over in Pakistan again, where they don't know what chiropractic is. And we brought in our bio, Danish bioengineer, Dr. Rasmus, <laughs> and he, he did his magic hand things, you know, just like fake chiropractic. And, and they, they, you know, they loved him and they thought it was a great session of, chiropractic care but of course it was sham and their brains don't change they change when the actual chiropractor adjusts so it's not just about being a nice person and Rasmus is gorgeous by the way we had <laughs> when, when we did it in Turkey and Imran was the bioengineer that, that was the fake chiropractor I mean he had these little old ladies coming back in saying that they preferred his treatment over mine <laughs> Really? <laughs> and I'm the Cairo. <laughs> and they were sleeping better and feeling better. But no matter how much they feel better because of the placebo, their brains didn't change unless I was adjusting them. So there's, there's, there's a power in you being a really good human being, but don't ever forget the power that is in that adjustment as well. 100%. And you got to couple all that together. So, you know, when yeah. you talk about patients again, Patients, when we look at it, and studies, and you tell me, I know you know the studies better than anybody. Patients want hope, yeah, confidence in their provider, and a plan. Even yeah, I was really blown away. There's a there's a really interesting study that's looked at this recently, and they clearly came out with it. Might have been an ACC study here in New Zealand, where patients don't even really care if you can't fix them. So yeah. they just want to improve where they're at. They want someone that can sort of hold their hand. And I don't mean like, but just someone yeah. that can walk them through. This is, the, this is where you're at now. This is where we're going to try and aim for. And yeah. these are the options along the way. You're in charge. Exactly that sidecar model. You as the patient are in charge. It's your health, your life. Yeah. But I'm here to support you on your journey, on your health journey. And I know 
the, the best options moving forward, but you you choose. I'll share what I know, and then you make this decision, and together we'll, we'll get there. And they literally don't care if they're not fixed, so long as they feel like they can trust you as a, as a, as a mentor through this health journey of getting better than where they are today. Yeah, I love Quite it. Quite remarkable. Yeah. So um, let's give some call to actions here. Okay, so first call to action I want you to do, and I'm just, I'm reminded of this, is that as I look over Heidi's shoulder of her book, The Reality Check. This is a book that every single one of us as chiropractors needs to read every single year, just to, and, and also have our team. Many of you have hired new team members. Many of you, your team members don't even know what environment they're working in and what we're capable of doing with chiropractic. You know, last time I had my, my wife and kids read it and they're like, boy, God, this kind of practice is pretty cool. And I mean, they grow, grew up with it. Right. So I think we can all do a better job, even to those people that are right close to us. Go. How do they get that book if they don't have it? At the moment, it's on HeidiHorvick.com. It's also, it should be on Amazon. It's an ebook version. I haven't read it in as a, as a audio book yet, but yes, I know I've been nagged to do that and I will, but it's not there yet, but it's an ebook um, or it's a hardcover HeidiHorvick.com for the hardcover. It's on Amazon. I think you can print to order as well. So okay. yeah, check it right. out. Any trouble, just get in touch with us. So that's the next next thing. Get, get, get that book and get that done. But before we go, I want you to leave us with this, Heidi. What can they take away right now to go change their practice tomorrow based upon science? I mean, and I didn't tell you I was going to ask this question. Because <laughs> is what I do. If so, I could honestly impart upon you guys that, you know, what you know in your heart and your gut already from practice, we are finally, finally showing in science. And I didn't set out to prove this. <laughs> you know, I, I've, I've followed the data. So I would find some research. I'd follow the data. I'd communicate it to chiropractors. The only reason I truly trust what I'm finding is that it matches what you see in practice. So, like, please... You know, you, you have the gold in your hands. Uh, and, and on a final note, make sure, <clears throat> do a little self-check. Where are you at with knowing your how or your why, with your art and with your scientific knowledge? If either of those is lacking, then, you know, you will not succeed to the level that you are capable of succeeding. It is a three-legged stool. You need to own your own science. That's the chiropractic science. You need to be a master at delivering the art of the adjustment, knowing where and when and when not to adjust is also very, very important, and knowing why. So if you don't have all three, you know, find out where you're the weakest, you know, and then stop those gaps a little bit and then, you know, keep working to your strengths. But just that confidence. If you don't have that confidence, then please let us help you because you should have the confidence mm -hmm. because the, the research is just overwhelming. And we want to try and make it as practice relevant as possible so you can see these problems with, with the brain happening in your patients and recognize them and go, I know what's going on for you. This is what's happening. And this is how we're going to help you. Yeah. Brilliantly said, as always, always love <laughs> your passion, always get inspired. So everybody, you know, take a couple of nuggets out of this. I think the biggest thing is, is really do some reflection. I love yeah. what you just said about the three-legged stool. Think about those three things. Go read the reality check. So thanks again. If you got questions, please reach out. 
You can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunruh.com.